You are listening to the Hockey Heaven Podcast. And now, a 24th Stanley Cup banner will hang from the rafters of the famous Forum in Montreal. The Canadians win the Stanley Cup. Hey guys, welcome to episode 17 of the Hockey Heaven Podcast. Uh, This week, we're actually jumping right into the Atlantic Division. We got Tampa Bay, Florida, Buffalo, and Detroit as our four teams. So if you're a fan of one of those four teams, this is the episode for you. Um, How are you guys feeling about the Atlantic? Um, Well, there's one really, really good team. (laughs) (laughs) Montreal, right? (laughs) Uh, It's a a strong team. Ish. There's like there's like a be. there's like a good four and then a bad four. I feel yeah. like yeah, or maybe a good five, ish. Potentially, we can talk yeah. about that. <laughs> we'll talk about it. But um, what about you, Zen? How are you feeling? What, what's the Atlantic do for you? How do you feel? Uh, about it? You know what? There's, I actually really like the Atlantic. Oh, I think okay. besides okay. the Ottawa Senators, there's a lot of competition <laughs> here. Yeah, and uh, we'll we'll hi- and maybe yeah maybe even Detroit as well two two bottom feeders but the rest okay. uh, pretty competitive actually yeah be interesting all right well with that said let's get right into it because I'm excited about this uh, the Atlantic is kind of my division I'm a Habs fan so um, I watch a lot of these teams play and I'm excited to talk about them so let's start off with the with the best team I think unanimously here it's Tampa Bay everybody everybody agrees right. That uh, they're the season. Yep. So they got eight point four million. They got eight point four million in cat space, but they do still have to sign Braden Point. He's their last remaining RFA. Uh, they have twenty two contracts, but that will be solved. They'll have twenty three when Point is signed. So they kind of got that cat space sitting there for Point. Uh, that's that's kind of the sign I look at that they probably want him at around that cap hit. So it will be interesting to see if they can get him in there. They probably want to sign him to like an Aho type deal. I would imagine. Mm-hmm. So um, let's just run through the, the lineup here. They got Palat, Stamkos, Kucherov, Yanni Gord, Point, Yo, uh, Tyler Johnson, Kalorin, Sorelli, uh, er, sorry, not Sorelli, Sorelli, uh, Joseph, uh, Martel, Pocket, Maroon. They got Hedman, Shankirk, McDonough, Cernak, Coburn, Sergachev, not in any particular matches or you know, pairings. Um, Vasilevsky and then McElhaney in net. What do you guys think about that? Uh, stacked. Uh, stacked. Yes. Pretty unreal. So with Braden Point, it seems like they have just enough money to say another team, say, I don't think he wants to accept an offer sheet, but say he does for that, you know, Aho money, they have enough to match that offer. But then anything higher than that, they're like, they wouldn't have enough money. So I think that's what so, they're trying to get him at is the Sebastian Aho contract, which I think is fairly reasonable for him. So right now, I agree with you because they can go ten percent over the the uh, the cap until I think it's September tenth is the day where you have to you can't go over the cap anymore. So they have six more days to. So they have yeah, six more it's, days. Is kind of what I'm saying. Uh, um, what do you want to go over right now? I know that the Canadians were talking to Braden Point about potentially you know offer him a, a sheet, and he turned them down and said he didn't want to. So I think that bodes well for the Lightning. Uh, I think he wants to be there, which is. You know, great. He just wants to get paid, which you can't blame yeah. the kid, right? No, of course so, he does. Like, where do we where do we see him realistically? Like, what's his worth, right? Because he kind of came out. He was uh, a second round pick, and kind of blew up playing with uh, with you know the stars on Tampa. With the Tampa so, Bay Lightning, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, like, what do we see? Like, is he a, is he a product of other good players, or do you guys think he's just a good player on his own? Oh, now? he's a pretty good player himself. Yeah, I, I would agree the same. Um, I actually played against Brayden Point in in uh, midget hockey, and yeah, it it didn't go too well for me. So let's just put it that way. I was a goalie, um, but <laughs> is he he's, driving he's his pretty, own line, he's or is he sick. playing with Kucherov? Yeah. Like he, I feel like he is still a bit of a product, but it's not like he's you know milking points off the guys. You know, he's contributing offense there as well. It, it takes it's still a skill to play with talented players. Like oh, it, it's not like you can. 
anybody can can go and play with McDavid, right? But and get points. But you want a guy who's going to play with McDavid exactly. and put up like the same points as as McDavid, like a Drysaddle, right? Exactly. Like Drysaddle is still a good player, but just because he plays with McDavid doesn't mean he's some slouch. He's still a good player. So um, I think that's the same case with Point here. I think Point is probably worth in between eight and eight and a half. I don't know if I'd go anywhere over eight and a half. That scares the crap out of me. So um, I would say he probably wants nine. And the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning are like, what's you know, let's eight eight and a half. So I think that's kind of what's going on. Plus he's probably waiting for other RFAs to to sign, and you know that's. I think everything's riding on Marner right now. As soon as Marner signs, the the market's kind of set. So, uh, yeah, that's that's my thoughts on that. Uh, in terms of the lineup, though, I really, really, really like this team's uh, defense, and I don't think it gets talked about that much. I think a lot of people talk about the forwards, but for me, Victor Hedman is the best defenseman in the NHL. I think he's that that he's my pick. I think he's he's the best at almost everything he's good offensively good defensively he's big great skater good vision like everything you want defenseman it's victor hedman and i think he's far and above the best the best guy in the league i don't think anybody's really close to him i think if he plays a full healthy season this guy is a lock for a norris nomination like almost every year so um i and then they you know they signed shattenkirk to kind of that one year uh, deal just to test him out, and I think that's fine. You know, they they have oh, it's great. he can great play. Yeah, oh, it, yeah, there's no no downside to that, right? With with no. the team they have, um, and it's kind of scary, right? Like, let's say he goes back into form. This guy used to be when you think about him when he was playing uh, with the Blues, he put up points. So with this forward lineup, there's no reason to believe he can't do the same thing, right? Yeah, I think Shattenkirk's kind of one of the guys that if he's got a good core around him, he'll succeed. But yeah, when he agreed. went to the Rangers, he was supposed to be relied on to be that top defenseman, and I don't think he is that. That's and not, no. No, he, he was paid way too much. Yeah, with, with Hedman, with McDonough in front of him, um, uh, yeah, I think he'll do really well. He's a great complimentary piece. Fantastic yes, complimentary definitely, piece. And definitely. they kind of have that uh, with two guys on the right side. Sergachev, I think, is a great complimentary piece too, and Shattenkirk, so... Uh, those guys are both fantastic. And a guy who doesn't get talked enough uh, or enough about is Eric Cernak. This Luke guy... Luke Shen? Luke Shen. Oh, <laughs> Luke Shen. No, I, I, think Eric's, I think Eric Cernak is uh, really underrated and quietly becoming a solid top four guy. He's a big body. Wow, top four. And, oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, I, don't, I don't think this guy gets enough credit. I mean, it was a fa- I, I can't remember the trade that brought him over from L.A. to... Uh, Tampa. He was a, a second round pick of the Tampa or the LA Kings, and Eisman brought him over. But he kind of just took off, and he's. I remember. I remember watching him. I remember watching him last year playing against the Habs, and I just kept saying, "Who the hell is this guy in the back end? This guy is really good." And he's like, "I'm getting frustrated because he just kept making good plays. He was great uh, in the offensive zone, you know, getting pucks through, keeping the puck in on the wall, and he wasn't bad in his own zone. So like." I think he's, um, yeah, I think he's that that cornerstone piece that really solidifies that top four for me, where it's like they're 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 good. They're, he they're was good. one of the, yeah, sorry, he was one of the pieces that came back in the Ben Bishop deal. Uh, ben Bishop, that was it. Yeah, which is just a steal. Now you think about it, just oh, robbery. Yeah. So um, especially with Vasilevsky back there, like you get a piece yeah. of Cernak back, that's solid. Yeah, and Bishop didn't even what was he like there for half a year? So. And then he went yeah, to literally. the stars. So, yeah, just so I, I actually don't think they'll miss a step even with Antoine Strowman being gone with nope. uh, hopefully Sergachev taking a step. I know he was a healthy scratch last year, but I think with Shattenkirk coming in, Sergachev stepping up a little bit, Cernak getting better, uh, Hedman and McDonough being who they are, like I think you know this team's poised to have another elite season that they had last year. Completely agree. What about you, Ben? You in the same I'm, boat? I'm in the same boat, 100%. One thing I want to talk about with this team is next year, though. Because next year, they have to re-sign Pat Maroon, Sorelli, Joseph, Martel, Shattenkirk, Ruda, Mikhail Sergachev, Lucian, and Eric Cernak. So, uh, they... Loose, loosely have to. Some of those guys will go. Loose, yeah, I was yeah, just about yeah, to yeah. say that. But guys like Matthew Joseph, uh, Sorelli, Sergachev definitely want to try to keep right and i don't know yes. if they're gonna have the the cat space to keep all those guys like who who is i don't see much relief coming off this roster next year 
They're gonna have to make some trades. Yeah, so. so here's the thing with with this team: they have a lot of money tied up in their players, but they're all good players. Maybe yeah. not, you know, an Alex Corn. Like, you, there's some expensive. It's a good guys problem there, to have. Yeah, they have a lot of good guys. Those bottom six forwards, those you know, bottom pair defensemen, they could be replaced pretty easily. You know, you take if you have a good management group, good scouting group, you can find those guys for cheap contracts. And uh, you know, with Eisman gone, that might not be the case anymore with Tampa Bay, but they have the top end talent that's going to more than make up for any bottom deficiencies that they have. And yeah, I, yeah. I really like the Patrick Maroon signing that they made this year. You know, the yeah, team that struggled in the playoffs, and and he's the kind of guy who who's known to bring it then, uh, and also you know help them up front, like be a support player for maybe a Stamkos or maybe a Braden Point even. Like he's the kind of guy who can play with skilled players as well as as you saw in yeah. Edmonton with Connor yeah. McDavid. Like he's a good team guy too. Oh great! Oh team yeah! Guy. Oh yeah! Yeah yeah yeah. Um, one thing too about this team, like we're talking, like if they're gonna have to lose some guys, um, in terms of their prospect system, I don't know. It's not, yeah, it's gonna suck, but they have their prospect system is kind of shifted from. They don't have a lot of, uh, let's let's say like top end talent, high end guys like blue, you know what I mean, like elite prospects. But what they do have is some guys who are a little bit older who can step in. Like Cal Foot's gonna be a good defenseman. Nolan Foot is gonna be an NHL player at some point in his career. Maybe he doesn't have the highest upside, but I mean, he scored a lot of goals. He plays that power forward style, so he'll play in the NHL. Um, Hugo Allenfeld was a goalie they drafted. He's inconsistent, but you know he's young. He'll he'll figure it out. He could be a good backup to Vasilevsky or a potential option if at some point they have to trade Vasilevsky for cap reasons. Um, so they got pieces in there: Gabriel Forche, Taylor Radish, Maxim Kajovic. There, there's tons of guys there, right? So. Uh, they're not um, in trouble in terms of they have nobody to replace these guys in their in their cupboard. Uh, they're in kind of a unique situation where their team is really good, but they also uh, drafted really well. They're one of the best drafting teams in the NHL, so um, that's just an automatic plus for them. Do we? Do we? Think, do, we think... do we see them being a second round team this year? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I was I was gonna ask, do we think they, they repeat? Be. Do we think that we they repeat like uh, the hundred and well, how many hundred twenty four did they have this last year? How many did they have? I mean, they got better. Yeah, so it's that, that's kind of what I was gonna ask. Like, are they? It is possible for sure. Are they just far and away the number one like president? Re- regular wins? season, barring injuries, they are. They have to win the president's trophy. How can I, I agree. I agree with that too. I think. I think they're. There's, there's no way with the, unless they have some like massive injury problems, which like knock on wood, I, I hope they don't. Um, yeah, thank you. Give her, give her all the knocks there, double knock. Um, yeah, no, I think this team's a lock. The problem for me, or the question for me too, is like, is this team built for the playoffs? Which is kind of a, a different question, right? It's they remind me a lot of the old Sharks. You remember like that old, the old like Sharks uh, team with. That just could never get over the hump, but kept winning the President's Trophy. Is that a? Are we gonna see a repeat here with the, the Lightning? They're better. The Lightning are better. <laughs> the thing is, like saying a playoff team, I think you, everyone will say that you're not until you go out and win. Yep. True. So, do I think they have the shot to to do it? Definitely. This team could very well go to the Stanley Cup Finals and win. They did. They have been to the Stanley Cup they, final. So with this they team. and win. Yeah, you know they they've been there exactly. They've been there once already. They've gotten mm-hmm. that far. They know, like you know the the guys like Kucherov and and Stamkos, the core of that team. They've been there before. They can. They know how to get there. Yeah. Last year was just you know the Blue Jackets stacked up, found a way to play with each other in right towards the end of their season with all their new talent that they had, and took Tampa by surprise. It's also the. Do you think about the amount of pressure this team had on them going into oh, the playoffs? Yeah. Everybody thought they were going to win, right? Yeah. And then they lose the first game, and they were up in that first game the, pretty big as well. The demons like came back, and yeah, the demons just start flooding through all all the heads, right? And this year, hopefully, they're a little bit more prepared, and they maybe maybe it will add more pressure in the playoffs where they they need to succeed. But um, I don't think that's going to be the case. I think this team's going to do well in the playoffs this year, and I would. I agree. I, 
I, I think they're going to be looking for vengeance. I think this is the team that's pissed off and they're going to want... You looked at them during the award ceremony when everybody was making fun of them. Uh, or who was is, who is the host that was making fun of them? I can't, I can't oh, think of his name. Oh, what's his name? I can't think of his name. But yeah, he, he was cracking jokes about the, the lightning and, and they, went they were pissed. There. Well, they, they, kept, they showed some faces and, and Vasilevsky looked pissed and Kucherov yeah. looked pissed too, so... Um, they swept the award ceremony pretty much. I so. I think they're gonna be looking for vengeance this year, and I do not. I would not want to be in their way, um, in terms of playoff path. Which, hey, yeah. I, I mean, I hope I hope they do well. I, I I I as a former player, like I played junior hockey, you hate to see teams that are are like this, and you feel for the players when you know you know they're talented and they're good, and they just like there's something that they just can't push past and I, I don't know if that's the case here but uh i expect them to do well so yep a- anything else left on the on the lightning here i mean I it, it's pretty easy right it's just pretty simple yeah. yeah i know i know i already said about maroon but i think he really helps that team in, once they get to the playoffs which we well sure i mean well. i think the one thing they were kind of missing is that tom wilson kind of player and maybe i don't i mean maroon's not tom wilson but he does bring that physical uh play and yeah. and matthew joseph is pretty physical too so those two guys can crash and bang and be uh, you know the the power forwards in the playoffs. So I'm saying like Maroon's a big playoff performer. He had seven points in 26 games, but you know what? He he brings that <laughs> that, that he's presence. clutch. He is clutch. Yeah, he'll bring he, he's kind of for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, we're gonna be posting this on your guys's Reddit. So if you guys you know don't or don't agree with anything we're saying, you know you want to add to some stuff we're saying, uh, or you just want to make some some claims, let us know. Yeah, you know. Leave some comments. Tweet at us at Hockey Heaven Pod uh, if you like the episode and want to listen to more. Uh, we're gonna be doing our full season prediction for during like the preseason kind of thing, so uh, you can follow then and let us or see where we actually place your team. But uh, spoiler, we all you know it might be pretty high. So <laughs> let's. Uh, with that said, let's let's jump into our next team, the other Florida team. Well, some would say. The actual Florida team, because they're called Florida. <laughs> the actual uh, Florida team. <laughs> well, Tampa's in Florida, too, but you know what I'm saying. No one um, would know, because no one goes to this team's games. Actual, I, I read an article that somebody wants to ch- was saying that they should change their name to the Fort Lauderdale Panthers. No. That's way yeah, worse. Wouldn't that be bad? Yeah, it's, it's horrible. way worse. Terrible. But anyways, Florida Panthers have 780K in cat space, 22 NHL contracts, so you still need one more guy up in there. Uh, they got Jonathan Huberto, Barkoff, Danoff, Hoffman, Trocek, Ch- Tippett, Borkstrom, Connolly, Vitrano, uh, Skivir, Achari, Morgan, Yandel, Ekblad, Matheson, Strawman, Pissick, and Uyghur. And then they got Bobrovsky and Montable. So some 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 change in this roster. Some new some new faces, uh, especially in net. They got a they got they got a brand new shiny toy in net who's supposedly a real good shiny toy. Um. <laughs> Can we start there? Let's let's start there, because I hope he, I hope Sergey Borovsky uses the ten million dollars he's getting a year to build a wall in front of that net. Because <laughs> that is a lot of money for a goaltender. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. They, well, what? They need, that's what they needed. That's what, like that's what they've been missing. Luongo yeah. was old and decent. Reimer was horrible. This is what they need to make the playoffs, and so they had. I have no problems with the signing. Money is way too much, but. It doesn't matter. They had to do it. This is what they need, and it makes them a playoff team. Oh, he's calling it. He ma- okay, C- calling so it. He, calling for the start. They're a playoff team for you. Okay, that's yes, that's they good, are. That's good to build off of. What do we? So Bobrovsky, he's making ten. Is it just ten flat? Yeah, I think it's ten flat, right? What would you guys have offered him? Like, is this is this fair for you guys? You have to offer him ten. Hundred percent. You're not getting Bobrovsky for less than ten million dollars. Now. With in high, hindsight's twenty twenty, but they did spend their thirteenth overall pick on a guy named Spencer Knight, and they just signed a goalie to seven years. How do, how does this make you feel? You will oh, Bobrovsky if he yeah, and he either a great mentor or Spencer Knight if he needs to start. You can trade Bobrovsky in five years. Yeah, because so, the cap the cap's gonna go up. It's not gonna be as bad. Ten million dollars is ten million dollars. It's bad. It's bad, but you can get rid of him. You can if he's still playing at elite level. There's always a need for a goalie, right? Like, I, well, 
let's be clear. This team's got like a three-year window because after that, they're going to have to re-sign Bar- Barkov to massive money. Yeah. And uh, Trocek's a UFA. Uh, I mean, Bjorkstrom's contract's up this year. Uh, yeah, they, they then they got to re-sign. Uh, there, there's somebody else I'm missing here. Oh, no, Ekblad's locked up long-term. Sorry, I, I thought he was coming up to... I thought he signed a bridge, but no, he's locked up long-term for seven and a half. But there are some other guys like that they're going to need to resign, right? Like Barkov's a te- is going to be a ten plus million dollar player. Um, oh yeah. I don't know if they're going to be able to afford to keep Trocheck around. I hope so. He's a good player. But they got Borgstrom, so I don't know if the need for Trocheck is really there. So it, it's really interesting. They're in they're in kind of a weird phase. Uh, I really like their forward group up front. I think that's really really good. I think it's always been good. The problem for me has always been their goaltending, which they just solved, and their defense, which I'm still not sold on. They added they added Strawman. I think their defense got a lot better though. Yeah, they added Strawman, but oh, real uh, quick, real quick on the defense, fuck sure. Mike Matheson. That's all I. That have to contract say. is. <laughs> uh, that I'm so glad is splitting them. Fuck that guy for hitting Pedersen and doing that. Oh, Pedersen! I That's forgot why. about that. That's oh, why. Oh my lord! You didn't like this. You didn't like the slam. Oh, dude! I hope we just. I I hope every time we play him, they just attack the guy. The uh or uh. Pedersen's Captain Canuck now, apparently. So dude, uh, he he's can, looking big. He's jacked now. Fight him. No they should fight him. No, they should fight. I think Matheson should fight. Matheson's a pussy. That's he gonna fight Horvat. Okay, Horvat tried to gonna, fight him. Horvat's not even a fighter, and he wouldn't fight him. That's gonna end up in a Ovechkin Sveshnikov situation. Like that's yeah. not a good idea for yeah. Pedersen. No, I'm, I'm just no. joking. I'm no. just kidding. Okay, for in, in in seriousness here, they I would I would agree their top four is pretty good, but that bottom pairing. What do we think about them? Mackenzie Weger, Pissick, yeah. I would, you I know what? I wouldn't say their top three is good. I'm not a Matheson fan. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, no. I'm gonna he say Matheson bad. is the, the outlier there, and then Weger and Pissick for me is, probably slightly below average. Weger's okay, and Pissick is. Yeah, Weger's okay. I'm just not. I don't like Mark Pissick. He's not great. No. Yeah. Um. So here's the thing with the bottom pair. I think it's their probably weakest link on the roster right now, but it's not even that bad. No. Like they're not no. going to be hemorrhaging goals out there. They're, they might not even be bleeding goals out there. You know, they'll be a, an okay uh, third pair, third pairing. So it's not the worst situation in the world. Can it be improved? Yeah, maybe through a trade deadline deal or something like that to get a rental to, to shore up your D. But I don't think it's a, anything that's going to you know derail their season yeah i think i think the weakest part of the roster for me is that is mike matheson on that that second pairing at that cap hit like that i that completely hurts. agree like he <laughs> well, was they, minus i mean i i know plus minus is like an outdated stat yeah, but he was way he was, he was minus way. 24 last year yeah that's yeah, when insane it, when it's like that it's yeah, 4.8 million how did he get that contract it's insane he is like a 30 point guy he's got 27 points two years in a row so does that really get you almost 5 million though uh yeah yeah they seem to think he's a top four defenseman so he's no, still he only he's only 25 defenseman do up a little later maybe he can sure uh shore up his defensive play and kind of contribute maybe it was just like maybe Reimer. it was just their goaltending was maybe so was bad and Reimer was so bad yeah like that's I, true that, that um, doesn't help anyone maybe he'll benefit a lot from that and maybe maybe he'll benefit a lot from playing with strawman too like we like you know what i mean maybe yeah. he just, and strawman's guy, a really good player i really yeah. like him Maybe maybe Strawman and Ham will click and it will just solve a lot of problems, but uh, I do like a lot of the stuff that uh, Dale Talon has done. Is is Dale Talon their GM, right? I'm not I'm not crazy on that. Yes, yes, yeah, it's Talon. Yes. Right? Like like hiring uh, Joel Quenville, who we haven't oh, even talked great. about yet. Fantastic. Great hiring, oh, fantastic. Yeah. He's Which is a big reason too why I have this team a playoff team as well. So that's two for three. Um, they also have they also have fairly like high end prospects coming. They don't have it's not very deep, but they're they're they have five pretty good guys. Owen Tippett, who I said was going to be probably playing on the second line, uh, and Spencer Knight. We talked about in net Grigory Denisenko, who looks to be a force coming. Uh, Sarah Noel, who had a big year last year in the CHL or more accurately the OHL, uh, and then uh, Hepo Niemi, who. Uh, Kind of late bluer, but he had 110 points, I believe, one year with uh, the Broncos. 
uh, in Swift Current. So went to the Mem Cup. He's highly skilled guy, kind of smaller, so he needs to fill out a bit, which is why he's taking a bit, little bit longer. But there's nothing wrong with that. So those five guys. I didn't hear any defensemen though. There are no defensemen. That is, I couldn't really. I mean, I was trying to look for some higher end defensemen, and I couldn't find any. So. Like Florida fans, if there's like a more sneaky prospect uh, that I'm not thinking of, let me know because I, I couldn't find one. And I think that's a massive hole for you guys. So, or a need at least is you're, you're going to need some defensemen coming. Uh, Keith, Keith Yandel's 32, Strawman's 33. Like they're not going to be there forever, right? So, uh, um, yeah, he, I mean, Keith Yandel's pretty sick though right now. So, oh, yeah, yeah, Keith, Yandel's Keith Yandel's nasty. Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Keith Yandel is really underrated i love i don't know if at these florida fans too i'll bring up just a quick little you guys should check out uh uh spit and chicklets there's a little like five minute segment on uh, talk yandel. about the story the yandel and yeah, uwiger in them pranks, oh uh, so I think he funny pranks, he pranks mackenzie wieger with uh uh nola chari texting him pretty much he's gonna take his number and it, it's fantastic it's like five minutes go listen to it it's it's quality content so um Anything else you guys want to talk about this team? Uh, I, you know what? I will say next year they have to sign a lot of guys too. They got to sign Mike Hoffman, Danidoff, uh, Borgstrom, Howerlick, Mulgan, Pissick, Weger, Mikoshin, Brown, and Montembeau. So there's a lot of guys that, that potentially could be resigned. They don't have to resign them, but um, with only 780k in cap space this year, I mean you probably want to keep like Dadenoff around maybe or one one of Dadenoff or Hoffman, right? Yes. Yeah. And then the, the other team. one, I, w- I would try to keep Dadenoff, and then Hoffman can probably get replaced by Denisenko. I believe that's probably the plan. Um, and then Borgstrom depends. He might be in for a raise with his play this year. We don't know. Um, one one candidate for the team this year um, is potentially Owen Tippett. Yeah, I mentioned him. I have him on the second line. Second line. Yeah. You have him second on line. the second line already. Yeah, I haven't I haven't matched up there oh, on the second line. His name. Wow. Yeah. All right, you already have him slotted in. I was like, so yeah, hey, top six it. for them is Huberdo, Barkov, Danidoff, and then Hoffman, Trocek, Tippett is the is the top six for me. Oh, and then the and then the third line is Vetrano, Borgstrom, and Connolly. Yeah, I guess Which, we didn't even kinda, talk about Connolly. If, if we should talk about Connolly. Yeah, he, they signed him three and a half million for four years. Um, if Tippett doesn't work out, that's a guy who can easily slot in in the top oh, six. Oh, easily. He's yeah, a good signing. Yeah, hundred percent agree. Um. Yeah, I think Connolly was was fantastic, and he's what makes pushes this uh, forward group over the edge for me is Connolly, because um, exactly what you just said. If Tippett doesn't work out, he can slot in there. If is Tippett he, does work out, it's just it's just a plus plus. Is he worth the four years though? Three and a half. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Because at worst, he's a third liner, and I think that's perfect price for a third liner. He's an above average third liner. Oh yeah, he at, can definitely step three and play a second line. Yeah, that's fine. And what is he? He's only twenty. He's in his late twenties, right? Yeah, twenty-seven. That's that was a fantastic signing. Yeah. So, like, I like a lot of the stuff that Dale Talon did uh, in the off season. Like, he he's he filled a lot of holes. Um, the only thing I didn't really like, but I don't blame him because it, let's say they don't get Bobrovsky. I mean, drafting night because the draft happens before free agency. It was just. A precautionary thing right like let's draft this kid because worst case scenario we don't have a goalie and we'll need one best case scenario Bobrovsky can help him develop right so um yeah the another question mark too is uh Samuel Montembeau too is the backup he kind of played a couple games the end of last year he's a young kid it will be interesting to see how he plays this year he's an RFA next year so um I but I would imagine Bobrovsky's playing like 60 games Oh yeah! Are we, are, are oh we yeah! Grains on that. Definitely yeah. sixty. All right then. Is there anything else that you guys want to touch on with the Florida Panthers? Oh, I want Zane's opinion on playoffs or no? Oh yeah, My we didn't opinion? get that. Yeah, what you got him in or out? This is a very interesting division. I'm gonna say they're in a in a wild card spot. Okay. All right. So three. So yeses. we're gonna be doing, yeah, and we're gonna be doing our full season predictions, uh, in the preseason kind of. So if you want to see where we all put your team, tune into that episode. 
uh, where we, we're going to be ranking the East and the West. So, yeah, if you guys don't agree with anything we said, if you guys have comments, we're going to be posting this on Reddit. So go to Reddit, uh, leave a little comment there, you know, yell at us, scream at us. We're fine. We can take it. And uh, if you guys want to add anything we said as well, post on there. You can also tweet at us at Hockey Heaven Pod. Uh, to tune into more episodes if you like this one. So, Disclaimer, with that being said, may change based on yes, training camp, yes, yes, season, yes, or just yes, us washing and deciding against something we said earlier. Absolutely. Okay. With that all said, let's jump into the Buffalo Sabers. The Buffalo Sabers have an interesting cap situation right now. They got uh, their negative fifty k right now. Um, but when the season starts, they'll have roughly a million with uh, the injured relief. So. There's that. And they got 23 contracts signed. So, up front, they got uh, Skinner, Eichel. Uh, I got Olsen there. Shiri, Middlestad, Reinhardt, VC, Rodriguez, Jans- Johansson, uh, Gergesons, Larson, Okposo, uh, Dalin, Ristolainen, McCabe, Montour, Scandella, and Miller on defense, Hutton, and Ulmerk in net. So, that lineup isn't like, those are just the guys that I threw in there. You could also throw Yoki Haro in there. Uh, who they just traded for on the back end. I don't really know whose spot he takes, but if they make a trade, like if they trade Ristolainen, which is rumored, maybe he finds a spot in there. So, so damn, you have Victor Olsson, who was an AHL guy last year for the most part, uh, slotting in the first line. Yeah, I think he's highly skilled, and uh, I think he starts the year there. I don't know if he stays there the whole the whole year. Maybe some Buffalo fans can, you know, give their opinion on there, but I think he's a really underrated prospect, and... Uh, I'm I'm pretty high on him. He's a goal scorer. He's scored he scored on every single level. He's a little bit older. He's turning 24 this year, so I think, yeah, you give him that spot, right? Like, that also helps. It'll help out Middlestad a lot too. If you move a guy like Reinhardt down, who can play with Middlestad and lend some skill, because I don't really think Middlestad had anybody to play with last year, which is kind of why he struggled, right? Um, people sat him up for the Calder, and he only put up like 30 points. So, yeah, I think. Uh, Having Olafson on that first line, moving Reinhardt down balances the top six a little bit more. Connor Sheary's a he's an okay player. He's 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 good. He's um, good. Yeah, he'll, he'll do he'll do fine on that second line. And then uh, Johansson was a great signing for them to help that third line out because NVC. Um, still not sold on Rodriguez, but those other two guys are fine. And then that fourth line. I mean, I think Ocoposo is he's a guy that can move up and down the lineup, but um, he's had injury problems and he's just been inconsistent for me. So yeah, let's, down the let's actually talk about the three trades that they made uh, sure. this offseason. The first one, Colin Miller for a second and fifth round pick. I think they stole him from Vegas because they couldn't afford him. Absolutely. Great acquisition. The second one, Jimmy VC for a third round pick. You take a flyer on someone like that. Maybe it works out. Maybe it doesn't. Uh, it's a third round pick. You know, it's not the the worst thing in the world. Uh, and then, you know, one of my favorites, Henry Yokoharju for Alex Nylander. Nylander wasn't working out. Yokoharju looks pretty promising. What? I think it's a great deal. Absolutely. I am totally in agreement because even if he doesn't play in the NHL this year, he's going to develop another year. And he, he's NHL ready. Uh, whether they play him or not, it doesn't really matter. He'll be there in a year or two. Yeah, he he's definitely like if somebody gets hurt, he's first call up play, and you're he's not missing a beat. So exactly, um, or he makes the team. Uh, also, yeah, he, like he's he, a right shot defenseman as well, right? I think he's. Let me look here. Hang on one second. Henry, they have they have him listed as a right yeah, D. Yeah, he's, he's a yeah, right D man. He's right. Uh, yeah. So I think with him and Colin Miller coming into the fold, uh, and still having Bogosian under contract and. Um, even Brandon Montour, like they, it might be time to trade Rasmus Ristolainen. I don't even have Bogosian in this lineup right now. Fair enough, but he, he'd fit in the bottom pairing. Like it's not like something that yeah. you have him as a scratch. Yeah, I got wow. Dolan, Ristolainen, McCabe, Montour, Scandella, and Miller. He's a he's a he's a right-handed D. So you're telling me that he's better than Ristolainen, Montour, and Miller. Absolutely not, no. That's why I'm yeah, saying so maybe you deal risk the line in for another need and then you can put Bogosian mm-hmm. in that. Yeah. It, it's kind of sucky. I, you wish, I think you kind of wish, um, well, I don't know. What are your, what are your thoughts on like, on Jake McCabe? Do you guys like him? I think he's fine. He's not bad. 
Yeah, I think he's a good defenseman for sure. I think he's uh, more of a top six guy, but can fill in the top four if uh, injuries occur. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because you look forward to next year with this team, and there's a lot of guys that they need to sign for next year. They have, well, we were talking about their details start there, but they got to re-sign Bogosian, which they probably don't. They let him walk. Oh, yeah. Marco Marco Scandella, Brandon Montour. Uh, and then Casey Nelson, which doesn't really matter. But on, on up, up front, they got to re-sign Sam Reinhardt, Vladimir Sabaka, Connor Sheary, Jimmy Vesey, Evan Rodriguez, Zemgis Gergensens, Johan Larson, Scott Wilson, and Casey Middlestad. I know you just listed In, off a lot of guys there, but there there's no need to sign Sabaka. Like, there's no need to sign No, no, no. I, I agree. Like, I agree. But you look at it, they, they only have – they don't have any cap space, right? So well, they're really only getting the cap relief from the uh, – um, the Bogosian and they're getting they have to resign Olmark too as a last guy um, they have 35 million to sign so I think they'll be able to resign the guys they want to and spend money in free agency as well really you think so like what's Reinhardt's getting a uh, he's getting a even if he gets a, a raise deal, even he's if getting he gets a raise your 6 million dollar deal like, let's identify who they're keeping out of that group so Sam Reinhardt won you, you probably you Connor Sheary. You try to sure. you try to keep Connor Sheary. If VC works out, um, you keep him. If not, fine, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Evan Casey Middlestad for sure. Middlestad, you got to resign. Montour, you resign. That's not thirty-five million dollars. What about what about what about Scandella? Yeah, keep Scandella if you still need help on that left side. He's a second pair guy because Dolan's going to take that first pair. I don't think that's $35 million worth of players right there. Mm-hmm. And Allmark's not going to be... They also they also have to re-sign, they also have to re-sign Victor Olofsson and Tage Thompson. Who Tage Thompson is like a fringe guy on this roster. And if Olofsson has a big year, like I think he's... he's I have him on the first line, so maybe he, he gets, gets a big a first, race. He gets a first deal. Sure, but it's still more money. Lawrence Pilot has to be re-signed next year again. Yeah, there's, it, a, there's, there's a big definitely group of guys. a way to... They have a lot of work to do. This front office has a lot of work to do, but it's not all bad. It's not like they're in a tight spot. You know, they, they're in a situation where they're able to cut guys off their books for no cost if they don't work out and have money to spend on the guys that do work. So I think that's a good thing. Yeah, and, and to, to add to that too, like um, in terms of... Who's making the decisions? I think Buffalo's finally in a good spot where their GM, their GM looks really promising. He looks like he knows what he's doing, and he's made he's made a whole bunch of good moves. I mean, bringing in Brandon Montour was a good trade. I think the Yogi Haru trade was good. Um, I think they drafted pretty decently this year. They got Dylan Cousins, who and uh, people were saying they reached on their the last pick there with Ryan Johnson, but um, I actually had him as an early second, so not too far off for me. And then and yeah, like. They got a great goalie coming up in uh, Uko Pekka Lukanen and uh, a whole bunch of other defense, defensive prospects, Samuelson, Pilot. Um, there, there's tons. So they're sitting in a good spot here. And if we're looking for the future where they need a draft, it's probably at forward to help out their forward groups. And, and forwards develop faster than D, so the help will be here sooner, right? So I think I think they're sitting in a, in a pretty good spot. Um. In terms of how they're going to play this year, uh, I don't think they're a playoff team, in my opinion. Um, I, I don't think their goaltending is strong enough. I mean, I think Carter Hutton's okay, but... He's fine. He's, he's nothing special. Yeah, and I think with this team, they're going to need to... They're going to need somebody who's above average, and I think Carter Hutton's slightly below average, or below average at least. Yeah, um, he had a 908 last year, which is faced a ton of slightly shots. below average. Faced a ton of shots. Yeah, played a lot His of His numbers games. overall are not bad. He's an average of 913. Yep. Um, yeah, he's, so he's he's okay. I think he's an average goalie overall, but he's also 33 though. He's getting he's starting to hit that edge as a goalie. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how Allmark plays this year, I think. Yeah, Allmark is kind definitely. of an X factor because mm-hmm. he's the kind of guy that I think he was drafted pretty high, highly touted. He's 26. Um He's a big dude at 6'4", and I think he has that ability where like maybe he could turn it on and just play really well. So I like that. I mean, I, I like Allmark. I think I think the the real X factor of this team in a couple of years is going to be when Allmark and Lukanen are, are playing together as a tandem. Like, 
yeah both huge guys that are athletic and uh i think consistency is going to be the big thing for them so what do you guys think like do you guys have them in the playoffs or like are they on the outside looking in they're on the outside looking in and to me they're just not there yet and i don't think they're going to be really in the hunt coming to the end of the season yeah uh give it a couple years and we'll see how many years in your opinion? Like, what's what's probably, your probably two more seasons, this one and next, and then I think they could be a playoff team, um, as long as someone comes in and fills Hutton's shoes and does a better job. What about you, Zane? They will be competitive, but not a playoff team. They'll compete for one of those bottom two wild card spots, but uh, there's better teams ahead of them. Are we? Um... Like last year, this team went on a massive win streak, right? What was yep. how many games in a row was it? Oh, man. Towards the start of the season, they had a really good start. Yeah, I can't remember how many. It was in the teens, for sure. Was it high a teens? Win streak? No, 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 yeah. no, no. Wasn't it? What is it like? Didn't they win like eleven games in a row, and they were like first in NHL? That's not high teens. <laughs> it wasn't high teens. Okay, yeah, no, no. I think it was eleven games. It was ten, ten games. The Lightning. Ten games. It. Okay, okay. Um. So this team has potential. I mean, like, I think Jeff Jeff Skinner and Jack Eichel, if they turn it on, are, like, people people are hard on Jack Eichel, but let, let's not forget, the kid's 22. Like, he's, he's got... Uh, he's good. I don't know why he's, people are so hard on him. He's, he's unreal, and he's been carrying... He has, he's been... His back is probably really sore, man, because oh, he yeah. hasn't had a lot to work with. So thank God Jeff Skinner signed with the, the Sabres. I don't even care that it was $9 million. Like, you got to give... Eichel somebody to play with. And those two looked like they had chemistry. So the guy's twenty two years old and had eighty two points yeah. last year. How are people hard on him? I don't get good, like good why for, do people uh, do that? I don't know if Buffalo is. I'm just saying like no, I know, but no, people yeah. are like I know what he's you mean. underrated. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh like, yeah, he's, totally. Not he's he's like a. I mean, I don't know if I'm I'm hot taking this though, but he might be a top ten guy in the league. He's for sure top twenty. You're hot. He's close. He's cl- really? You think so? He's probably close. I don't he's, think he's top ten. He's yet. close to that ten mark. Like maybe he's top fifteen. He, he's probably sure. somewhere between ten and ten and fifteen. Sure. But dude, the kid's got fantastic skater, six shot, great path. Like he's got everything you want. Um. So yeah, I, I I love Jack Eichel and. Yeah, I just think they're. I think the D needs to get a little more solidified. Are, do we think? Uh, what do we think about Dolan for next year? What are, what are our point predictions for Dolan? Does he have a, like a sophomore 50. slump or does he 50. 50 points? Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, I think, gets, I'm, I think I'm, 50 to 60. I'm, I'm in there. I'll put 50. Uh, he 50 to 55. He had 44 this past year. I could see him even hit 60. Yeah. What, is, what a gift. This kid's what a gift Dolan is for this team. Yeah, he's sick. So yeah, sick. Yeah, he is. He's only 19, man. What am I doing with my life? This kid's 19, putting Seriously. up 44 points. He may very NHL. well have, at the end of his career, be held in the same regard as Nicholas Lidstrom. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I don't, you know what, That's that might not even be a hot take, because, like, yeah, he, yeah. like, if he keeps, if like, let's say his career average is 44 points, and he plays, <laughs> he what? He plays like, from now until, He's He's 18, you know, he plays till he's, years. like, what, 35? That's, like... Dude, math is hard, but like that is that was that seventeen <laughs> <Math> years? <laughs> seventeen years, right? So forty-four times seven—that's a lot of points, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> that's all I'm trying to say. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, don't uh, if I'm Buffalo, I'm, I'm giddy. Taxes, people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not your guy. I'm not. I'm not with the quick maths. Um, okay. So in in the end, team that's on the outside looking in. Has got a bright future with some young guys. Are we all in agreement with that? Yeah. Is that what we're feeling? Yeah. All right. Well, that's it, Buffalo. If you like what we said, you don't like what we said. We're going to be posting this on Reddit. So go on there and scream at us if you didn't like it. Give us a friendly comment if you did like it. I'll reply to them. I can take it. We're all big guys here. So um, let us hear know, it. Let us hear it. Tweet at us at, at, on Twitter too at HockeyHeavenPod. You know, find us. We post all our episodes there. If you liked this, if you want more of this, um, we cover most of the teams in the NHL. So, uh, kind of on rotation, what's hot, what's not, and uh, yeah, if you like it, just follow. We'll really appreciate it. So, with that said, 
let's jump into the last team of the episode. Uh, the Detroit Wed- Red Wings. Wed Wings. Wed Wings. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> 4.2 million in cap space. Uh, NHL contracts 22, so they have one more guy that they can uh, bring up there. Uh, their their lineups looking like uh, Tyler Bertuzzi, Dylan Larkin, Anthony Mantha, uh, Anthony Siu, Philpoa, Zadina. Um, they got Rasmussen, Nielsen, and I, I'm not sure how to say this name. I might be saying it wrong, but I'm going to go with Hrose or Hrose. Uh, Adam Erne, uh, Glenn Denning, and Helm, I think, is the way I have it. Um, and then on defense, I got DeKaiser, Green, Chalowski, Hronik, Nemeth, Erickson, and then Howard and Bernie up front. Now that lineup can change. This is just what I have right now. Uh, different guys can be added in there. I mean, Joe Valeno might make team off camp. Uh, they got a lot of prospects who could surprise and make team off out of camp. Let, let me just put the put. I'll put that out there. So, um, there's a lot that can change here. So, what do we? How are we feeling, guys? About it's this gonna team? be another long year in Detroit. It's gonna be a tough one. It's gonna be a tough one. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, is it worth it? Just leaving guys in the AHL to have a really good AHL Grand Rapids team and try to win than to bring it up into this kind of oh, mess. Definitely. Know. You know, that's kind of been the Detroit way. You know, Ken Holland's gone now, but they should definitely, you know, have that same mentality right now uh, for this season. You know, n- none of those guys down there are that good to really make a difference on that team. Is it, you know, Zadina can definitely step in the lineup, but you know, a guy like Joseph Valino or, um, some of their other prospects, uh, Giovanni Smith, like they're not game changers in the NHL level that's going to help you your team win. So there's really no point to having them up there. Oh, the other guy I was going to mention too on the lineup is uh, Evgeny Sveshnikov. Um, he was injured. I don't really know where he's going to fit in, but he's probably going to play in, in the lineup somewhere in there. So um, let's go over some guys they have to re-sign next year. And then let's talk about some guys who who's worth keeping and who's going to like you know, be kind of the core with with the young the young group. So next year they got to sign Mantha and FSU, yep, yep. Tyler Bertuzzi, yep. Ernie, Jacob Delarose, Evgeny Svechnikov, Mike Green, Jonathan Erickson, Trevor Daly, Madison Bowie, Jimmy Howard. Those are all the guys they got to sign. Yeah. So they're RFAs. All are, all their forwards are RFAs. It's a young you know young forward group. I definitely think uh, besides maybe. Um, Adam Earn, someone who can break out for sure. If not, then there's no harm, no foul there. Same with Della Rose. I don't think you really need to resign him if he doesn't do well. I think uh, Della. I'll, I'll tell you from my Habs days, there's no offensive upside to that guy, so I would get, I would cut him loose. Fair enough. Mike Green, if he wants to sit there and still collect paychecks in Detroit and not care about winning, sure, take him back. Let him be a mentor for your young defenseman that uh, you currently don't have in the lineup, except for Gronick. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm trying Hron- to find out. Hronik, Hronik is pretty sick, though, isn't he? Oh yeah, he's great defensive. He he's and, uh, he looks like he's pretty good. And uh, you know they'll have um, uh, Dennis Cholowski coming up pretty soon. So yeah, if you want to keep Green around for a mentor, fine for sure. Do it. You need to get rid of Jonathan Erickson. Yes. You should probably get rid of Trevor Daly. And well, Eric, well, Erickson can ride out this last year, right? He's really yeah, one, yeah, yeah. That's that's what he's I'm saying. He's 35. Like, I'm saying not to resign them. Uh, yeah, yeah, like like Erickson and Daly are both are gone next year. I don't think they'll play. They're yeah. too old. And so. uh, you know, Madison Bowie, if he can turn his career around from being that top tier prospect, then uh, you can keep him as well. He's more in the situation of an Adam Earn as well uh, on so, defense. So interesting thing here that is we're, we're talking about Trevor Daly and uh, um, Jonathan Erickson. They they're both gone next year. They have two young guys. Who could come up and, and, and fill those holes actually next year, maybe. Uh, a guy, Jarek McIsaac is a guy that I, I like, and uh, he was a second round pick in that draft where they kind of stole everybody. Uh, they, they stole McIsaac, Valino, and Zadina, all kind of fell. And then some, one guy that they drafted this year who shocked a lot of people was Moritz Cedar. Yeah, I so was just about to bring him up. You know, what, what do we think about this pick? You know, Steve Eisenman's first. Absolutely love it absolutely love it this guy a lot of people gave him flack for it and they're like uh, their their minds are blown this guy is gonna be like the cock in the enemy from last year i think you know all the hats fans are freaking out why didn't we take this guy why didn't we take this guy 
Mort Cedar was probably the second best defenseman in this draft. And that's why he went at number six. And defensemen are hard to get. This guy has all the tools as a guy named Victor Hedman. He's big, skates extremely well, has offensive upside. He's physical. He's exactly what you want in defenseman. And I think Iserman's a pretty smart dude. And when a guy with all those traits comes together, um, yeah, I think you take the chance on him. And uh, that's why he went. That's why he went where he went. And I think it was a fantastic pick. You're probably going to see him not this year, but next year. 100%. Yeah, and it's definitely, like we said, have said before, it's harder to trade down in the draft than it is to trade up because a general manager looks at you like wanting to trade down. That means the guy who you want to pick is not in your range where you are. So they'll they, they'll pick up on that and the price will be pretty shit to, to move down like that. So um, it, your hands are kind of tied in that situation. You know the guy you wants more in the 10 to 15 range, but you're at 6 no one's really giving you a fair deal you don't, you can't just take a crap deal because that's going to impact future trades that you make you take the guy you want this yep. might be a hot this might be a hot take too this guy might might end up being the best defenseman in the, from this draft no come on no Bowen, he might Bowen Byram no he, he might I, I could like Bowen Byram smaller he he could bust out like there's this guy is going to play in the NHL he is at a, he's going to be He's a first. He's a top pairing defenseman in my mind. Like, I'm, I'm, I might just be really big, high on Slider, and he was high on my list too. I had him going, I think I had him going ten or eleven. In terms of in terms of ranking, I think I had, I think I had him tenth on my rankings and eleventh on my um. Uh, where he was going, so. Well, you were right about being a, it being a hot take. Yeah. No. I. I like for yeah. me. My. But I think the best defenseman in the NHL is Victor Hedman. And this guy has all the tools as Victor Hedman, so I just, yeah, I I love I love him. I watched him play in the uh, World Championship with Germany, and he played really well, looked really 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 good, and yeah, he's. I don't know. I can't give enough praise about this guy. I really like him. He kind of came out of nowhere, and I I had to watch him play a lot more. And I just the more I watched him play, the more I more I liked him. So, he was my he was my second favorite defenseman of this class. Now I'm not saying. Like obviously, if Bowen Byram plays to his potential, he's probably gonna be the best defenseman in this draft. But I'm saying if Bowen Byram kind of, you know, falls off a little bit, doesn't quite reach his potential, I think that Cedar has the the tools to be the best. He's, um, yeah, I think he's extremely talented, and his skating for his size is just—it's such a weapon, right? So, yeah. What what else do we want to talk about here? Do we want to talk about their goaltending? Let's talk about their goaltending. Jimmy Howard and Jonathan Bernier. It's okay for now. It's do we yeah. re, do we re-sign Howard or or what's the plan there? After this, or we do we we look what else is in free agency kind of thing. Wait and see. Uh, you wait and see. He's, th- he's yeah. thirty five. You know, you take a look at what who's available as a free agent next year, and and maybe you you, you have a change. Jimmy Howard's been a very serviceable starting goaltender. Uh, for the Detroit Red Wings, and I think he's a little bit underrated, but uh, I think it's time to move on. So, so they got uh, they got Philip Larson, who's a pretty good goalie um, as a prospect for them. He's put up uh, really good numbers in the NCAA, and he signed an LC, he's ELC, so he's going to be probably in the AHL uh, this year. And then they got a, a squad of like four other goalies who are. I mean, Jesper Eliasson and Victor Bradstrom are probably the the two better ones, and they got Caden Fulcher and Keith Petrozelli. Petru, I I hope I got that right. I don't. Um, so they have like kind of like a like a by committee goaltending system, uh, and then there's Philip Larson. So I think Larson's the the future starter, and then whoever of those other guys uh, earns a spot will get the backup role. Um, unless they sign some like big name out of free agency, that's how I see that playing out. So I think that that's fine. Um, if they have to extend Howard after this year to wait for to stall for Larson, that's fine. Or if they sign another big name guy too that it helps them, then that's fine as well. I'm I'm fine either way. So um, yeah, agreed. So yeah. with all that being said, what let's identify. I, I said we were going to do this, but let, let's let, let's identify the core. Who are they keeping out of all the guys? I mean. 
Like, who on this team is going to be melded in with all the young guys? Larkin, Bertuzzi, uh, Rasmussen. I mean... Is Mantha Man- worth Mantha, Mantha probably. No, those are 100% worth Yeah. Well, I've been hearing rumors of that Mantha might get traded to Buffalo for Ristolina. Yeah, he was a name thrown out there. Mm-hmm. Which I I think is if that's the trade I think Detroit jumps on that but yeah I agree that's just me I mean I think Mantha's good but I don't know if he's he's like a second line forward for me right yes yeah I think that's his I think that's his ceiling which is probably worth keeping though like he he he's gone back to back with forty eight point seasons 20, yeah. 24, 25 goals so um yeah I I would keep I think Bertuzzi Anthony Siu and Larkin are the only three names there out of like the older guys. And then Rasmussen, I, I put in the younger group. Zadina obviously is the younger yeah. group. Uh, Adam Erne, sure, you, you can keep him around. And then, yeah, from there, it's, it's you cycle in the new guys Robert Master Simone, John, Jonathan Berggren, uh, Joe Valino, all those guys. Uh, Evgeny Sveshnikov, all those guys can get cycled in the lineup, whoever they're drafting next year and the year after that. Um, just keep adding skill and in, in to, to this forward group, but yeah, for this year, I think there's going to be some pain for sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's just going to be another rough year in Detroit. It's going to be a tough one. They could be, be probably bottom. Well, they will most likely be bottom three. I think next year though, that they could be really exciting to watch. Like once they get Bellino into this lineup and, uh, McIsaac, uh, Cedar, and then Zadina starts playing to his potential. Like, I think they're gonna be fun to watch because Lurkin, Zadina and all those guys have tons of skill. So yeah, um, I agree. Yeah, I think I think this year will be a little rough, but the year after is gonna be good, um, especially because they have two second round picks and two third round picks, so they're they're doing a good job of stockpiling picks as well. So my question: How many years is it gonna take to get the Detroit three. Red Wings back in the playoffs? Three, three years, three or four. I think three at the until earliest. they're in the in until they're in the conversation. I'm gonna go with four. More than three. Four. Yeah, I'm gonna go with three as well. I think I think it hinges on how long they have to wait for their goalie. That's exactly what I was thinking. Goalie. And they need uh, a goalie. I think Philip Larson is twenty one right now, so mm-hmm. three years, twenty four. I think that's kind of sounds right about for me. Um, I think he plays one year in the AHL. Next year he goes into the NHL, plays two years as a backup, and then becomes a starter. That's kind of the path I see for him. So. Yeah. All right. Well, are we all uh, are we all settled then? Is there anything else you guys want to talk about? You guys have heard about or. Uh, I, it, this team's kind of simple, right? Because it's just they're just stuck in this rebuild phase, which kind of sucks for them. But yeah, yeah, it's unfortunate. Yeah, but uh, you know, there's the good news have, is there's always excitement with a rebuilding team because y- you get to look at the, what the future's going to look like, and they got some good young guys, and there's some excitement there. Uh, they just really need to build around them, and they, it's going to take a little bit. And the thing is with Detroit, they have the right guy, you know, holding the wheel. Oh yeah, you know. Steve Eisman, you know, you see what he built in Tampa Bay. Um, you know, he's probably going to be able to do the same thing in Detroit. I don't see why not. And uh, I know he, being a former player uh, for Detroit and now taking over the team, that's um, something I wish our old boys in Edmonton could have done a bit better. But to have that like a Joe Sackick what he's doing in Colorado to see that happening and, and now Steve Eiserman in Detroit uh, that's awesome yeah yeah Eiserman is fantastic so that they're like Detroit should be super excited because that guy's a great drafter and I think he's just a great leader I mean, if you're a player I think that's a guy that a lot of people look up to and have confidence in that he's gonna you know bring oh, this yeah. franchise back to the, what was it, the 23 or 24 years in a row where they made the, the playoffs? Yeah, that insane so, which is just nuts. Um, but yeah, who's 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 your next captain here? Is it is it Larkin, guaranteed? Pretty much, yeah. Yo, so. yeah. yeah, yeah, I think so too. You don't you don't wait for anybody else, it's just give no, it to Larkin he, right now. Nah, he, he's ready for you it. Give it to Larkin, maybe not even this year, but you give it to him next year. Next year, okay. but I can, I can see it happen this year for sure. All right, well, with that said, uh, we're going to be posting this on Reddit. So if you guys want to add to the conversation of the other Red Wings, if we missed anything, there's some guys you really want to talk about. Um, you know, let us know, scream at us. 
agree with us it doesn't matter we, we love the conversation and we will message we'll, we'll message back and be in the conversation so either way we can take it if it's if it's negative stuff that's fine if it's good stuff hey thank you so if you like if you like this uh episode uh we we're gonna be doing more stuff all through the season on all the teams so uh give us a follow at hockey heaven pod for all our stuff we're on spotify apple and google so you know you can listen to us anywhere and next week we will be covering the rest of the atlantic and finishing up our off-season uh series that we're doing so we got boston toronto montreal and ottawa next week so Thanks, everybody, for listening, and yeah, we'll see you sometime next week. Thanks a lot.